Hey, you've made it to SpriceSpace, where people managing social media accounts come for community. This year, our focus is social media for good. Together, we can work to make social media a landscape for healthy online communities to grow. Sound good? Then come along with us on the SpriceSpace podcast, where we share what we know, learn what we don't, and strive to make social media better for us all. everyone and welcome to the Spryspace podcast. I'm Lacey and today I've got Adrian with me. How are you doing today, Adrian? I am doing great. Doing great. Well, we are wrapping up our month of content around uh, basically like summer school, right? We looked at some of our most popular content over the last few years and decided to revisit it, refresh it, revitalize it, whatever you want to say, we're doing it again. So, um, this week, Adrian and I spent some time focusing on the most popular or second most popular blog post that we have done in the last two years around the dollar 80 Instagram strategy by Gary V. So we're going to get into the meat of that, but before we do, um, let's focus on social media for good for a minute. Tell me something that you've seen on social media recently that's brought you joy. Yeah, uh, I recently discovered, I, I love Instagram. I love the internet. I love learning new things. I love, I have all these like different niche things I'm curious about. One thing that I am really curious about lately is home decoration, home Ooh. renovation. Um, I'm not renovating my own house, but for some, you know, that's why HGTV did so well, right? It's kind of like your aspirational dream yes. to whatever. Uh, so a little bit about me, my, my father's family is from, um, Boston, Massachusetts there, and they've lived there for very generations. And, uh, anyway, so I follow quite a few people from the East coast just to kind of, you know, and I went to college out there. So I just, I follow a bunch of people out there just to kind of feel that familiar hear those accents, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but so anyway, so I found this account called the uh, renovation husbands. And, uh, it's this couple, uh, two husbands, a, a gay couple, and they basically took a Victorian house in the middle of Dorchester, Massachusetts, which is South of Boston. And they are re- renovating it and it's freaking gorgeous. It's wow. so pretty. Like their style is just like, they have really interesting color combos and they're just a great like partnership and um, th- they have very practical tips, and, but they also have the, they're charming and funny and they, they're younger, they're millennials. So they have, you know, the, they kind of do reels and do different trending internet uh, shticks. So they're just joyful and wonderful. And then the other thing that I love about this, this account is that A, it's huge. It has lots of supportive people. And B, I was thinking about it. I mean, I'm in my 30s. And I was just like, man, if this account was just like, t- this this account couldn't even really exist 10 years ago. Like, I just don't see mm. it really existing. You know, how kind of quickly we've come to accepting all sorts of people doing whatever it is they want to do. And so, you know, I just was really thinking about that. I was thinking, man, th- this account is A, awesome, and B, just, um, they're just like a normal couple. And that, and I'll, you read all the comments. It's It's not, no one's focusing on their sexuality or the fact that they are two husbands and they have excellent taste <laughs> in paint and all that. So anyway, that's mine for the, the day, the week. I think about that sometimes with like uh, Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach, you know, that, you know, we've got this like <clears throat> Glennon Doyle started out as a Christian author 
And then uh, Abby Wambach is this U.S. Nationals soccer player. And they're a couple now and they have, you know, a podcast and they've got their channels that they're on. And, and, <clears throat> and it's really neat to see how time and space and technology has just created this environment where we can learn from anybody and, and we can see people in so much more of their wholeness, you know, um, when they control the outlet that their media is coming out of, we get to see so much more of, of what and who people really are. Um, and, yeah. and not so much their makeup team and their studio team and their agent yeah. and imagine, okay, we're diving into like kind of doing a left turn here, but imagine <laughs> if Britney Spears had been able to cultivate her own self outside of what, you know, her, her handlers and, and the music industry were just like, you know, putting her in this sexy diva box as like an 18 year old woman, you know, yes. imagine if she was, if, if that wasn't what happened and, mm -hmm. you know, and, and so anyway, yeah, it's damaging. It is damaging having overlords telling you what to do and how to be. And it is part of the reason why we do focus on the concept of social media for good, because there, you know, so many people get turned off to social media because there, obviously there's a lot of, of bad um, however, it is a tool that has provided so much more connectivity between people when used properly. And, um, and I'm so grateful for it. Me too. Me too. All right. So let's talk dollar 80 Instagram strategy. So okay. Adrian, can you start <laughs> us off by explaining what the actual dollar 80 Instagram strategy is? Okay. So the dollar 80 Instagram strategy is quite simply where you go into Instagram, you open up your search uh, page, you decide in your top 10 hashtags that you want to be involved in, present in, you know, known for. So you have to pick 10 hashtags. So first you got to do your hashtag research and, and you pick, you have your 10 hashtags, you open up search, and then you search for each 10, 10 hashtags. And then in the, the results, the, in the search results, you find the top nine. So, you know, in Instagram, everything is in a, a three a three across grid. So you have the top nine um, three by three posts and you go into those posts and you like and comment on every single post. And the comment needs to be more than just a heart or a smiley face. It needs to be an engaging comment. And so, and so... You essentially leave your two cents on 90 posts. Every day. Every day. So every day. <laughs> every day for seven days and see what happens. And so that's the experiment. So about two years ago, <clears throat> I think, Adrian, you were in charge of it then, too. So yes. about two years ago, you ran this experiment for Spry. And we ended up, what were the results that we got two years ago when we ran this experiment? Okay, so we were at, at the time, I believe we were about maybe 300, 400 followers at that time. We gained 150 followers over the seven days, and then we lost 40 followers. So overall, we gained 100 followers, which was a, a big bump in followers because, I mean, we did start with, I think it was, I can't, you know, of course, in our blog post, it doesn't say I can't quickly see um, how many we started with, but, but it was a big increase over what we had pr previously for sure. So it's so interesting to think, you know, two years ago where Instagram as a platform was compared to where it is now. And so I know that you and I were both pretty excited about the idea of refreshing this 
Um, because people still talk about this experiment, this, this dollar 80 Instagram strategy is still a pretty highly, uh, recommended strategy for people. I mean, it came from Gary V and so, you know, there's an entire cult following all hail Gary V. So, um, when we came into it and started doing it this, this last month, um, let's talk about how it went. So you went and, and got started, like you were going to start doing this dollar 80 Instagram strategy and tell me, tell me how it, how it went for you. Well, you know, I, let's just go back to the record, right? I, I, I'm in Slack. I open up Slack here and let me just read to you what I wrote to you when I <laughs> was, uh, doing it at 9 40 PM. I wrote to Lacey. I said, I don't think I can do the dollar 80 experiment anymore. I've been online well for over an hour and I can't. <laughs> uh, let's see. The re- my other notes are, um, yeah, so I just, I just was like, I can't, I can't Cause do I this. remember the, the day before that, before <laughs> the, the official give up, um, I was talking to you cause you and I were going to split this. So you were going to do a few days of it and then I was going to do a few days of it. Mm-hmm. And I asked you how it went and you're like, Oh, went great. I was like, how long did it take you? You're like, not that long. You know, I maybe spent an hour, but, and I was like, mm-hmm. really? Uh-huh. And, and we talked through it a little bit and you're like, yep, I did my nine comments. And I was like, did you say nine Yeah, And then we like did the math together. (laughs) Yeah, I what I had done is I had I was a bad scientist. This is bad. My mom is a scientist. I come from a long line of researchers. She would be so upset. I did not reread the experiment uh, (laughs) outline of how the experiment was supposed to be conducted. I did not read it. I just was like, I know I'm doing tralala. Here we go. Uh, And I literally just picked one hashtag and Mm. commented nine comments on that hashtag. I forgot that you have to pick nine hashtags. And then when I started doing that, it it quickly unraveled. And do you want me to tell you why it unraveled? I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it first of all, as we said before, this does take a lot of time. If you think about, you know, 90 comments, if you spend one minute per comment, that's 90 minutes. That's an hour and a half. Uh, so, so easily, you can easily spend well over two hours, maybe three hours doing this every single day. Um, thinking back on the the first time I did this, I, I was like, personally, I was very involved in Instagram. I mean, more than I am now, I was maybe borderline addicted to it. And so I was on Instagram constantly. So it's kind of not weird for me to be on Instagram for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And number two, the way the algorithm has changed, I mean, the algorithms change constantly all the time over time. So over two years, basically what happened is instead of like, you know, searching for a hashtag and finding the first nine and then going in and commenting on all nine, now the algorithm has changed so that, and in the kind of the customs and the culture of Instagram has also changed a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. I mean, when we've introduced, we've introduced stories, we've introduced reels, and like that didn't exist then. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you know, I would search for a hashtag. The top nine posts would come up, and they were. It was weird. So you know, you'd go to a post, and you it was a picture of maybe it was a hashtag female entrepreneurship, for instance, and you see one with a, a portrait of a lovely lady. And you go in and, and the thing, the thing about Instagram and doing this, uh, doing this experiment properly is you have to actually use your brain. You can't just like go in and spam things. You can't autopilot it. Mm -mm. You cannot, you have to 
look at their picture, read the caption. If the caption is like part of another <clears throat> series of captions, you have to go into their profile and read their profile and see what they're all about. And then, you know, by the time you do all that, oftentimes there, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of offers. There's a lot of kind of call to action to sign up for, uh, you know, co- group coaching classes. Uh, a lot of, you know, these people have created their own and cultivated their own uh, audiences so that if I would come in and just randomly be like, sounds great, I love it, it would just seem <laughs> really weird. <laughs> so what happened is, I, you know, that the top nine posts in the grid or in the search turned into, I, I had to literally pick nine. I would just have to scroll through and find nine. And just the process of even finding nine pieces of content that made sense to comment on and then mm. reading them and then making smart comments about them. It took so long. <laughs> it took so long. And so it took so long. And then that leads me back to the other point that I alluded to earlier, which is what's the point of this? I mean, right. we did get some eyeballs on our content for sure. And we did get some more followers. However, you know, just talking and making comments on one piece of content, but not following somebody for a long amount of time or or for a longer piece of time and and engaging and knowing what their story is and knowing what they're about. And, you know, it's just it's very surface level, just started to seem super spammy to me, even though I'm not a robot, a spam robot. I I started to feel like a spam robot was what I started to feel like. (laughs) I, I would say another thing that feeds into this, too, is. Um, you know, at Spry, it's only been about almost a year that we've kind of had this focus on social media for good, where we have internally really focused on our own social media mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was last fall of 2020 that we watched, or was it, tw- I, the time is gone for me. I, th- I think I'm right where we watched the social dilemma yes. and, and decided as a group that we were really going to start focusing on our mental health and putting in some boundaries of ourself on how we were going to interact with social media. And so algorithms have changed. The platform has changed, but also our internal focus and care of ourselves around our social media use has changed. So it makes oh, yeah. sense why you were digging deeper into like, why am I even doing Like, am I building any relationships? I'm wasting my time. This is way too much time on social media. Oh, for sure. I think the, the thing that really got me was that, you know, over the pandemic and throughout, you know, the pandemic plus our jobs as social media managers being online all the time and, and just the, the state of the world it is today. Uh, I think that we did a really great job at Spry cultivating and caring for each other and making sure that all of our proper boundaries were in place, that we were mentally healthy, that, you know, we were encouraging each other to create healthy habits. So I have been working for well over a year of building healthy habits of exercise, of living enough time to cook a good meal, of being present with my husband, of you know, walking my dog and getting these like good routines in place. And I, I'm to a place mentally and physically where I just feel so great. But then I was there at like 1030 at night and my bedtime generally is between 10, 1030. And I'm just like, I, I'm not going to be able to finish this until midnight. And I'm not and doing was, it. <laughs> yeah. And I had already skipped. I had already, you know, the, the, the thing about, you know, addiction or, or kind of problematic behavior is when you skip out on things that you normally would never skip out on to do your thing. So I had mm. already skipped out on uh, on dinner with my husband. I had actually just like made dinner and been like, I have to go work right now. And 
there's other things that I had skipped out on, and then I was still doing it, and I was like, I'm going to have to be up till midnight to do this, and then I was like, no. And for what? <laughs> for what? <laughs> <laughs> for what? Yeah, and so I just, I just was like, this is not healthy, and the other thing, too, is that the nature of Instagram is has changed so much that I have been feeling very, you know, I want to explore reels. I want to experiment. I want to create content. And, and if you spend all your time, you know, this is perfect balance. Like that we talk about spry, right? You, you have to create really great content, but being present on the app is equally as important, but you can't just be present on the app and not create good content. You have to have both. And you can't create new content if you're constantly talking to, you know, forcing yourself into these weird conversations with people. (laughs) So. so is it is it easy for us to say now that the dollar eighty Instagram strategy is outdated and bad for your mental health? Can you agree to that? Yeah, I would. I would rebrand it. I would give it a rebrand. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we've been talking about this a lot. Well, give me your rebrand on it. Well, I think that we should call it the half hour Instagram strategy. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. I love that. Can I, can I explain then what I, so once you kind of passed off the baton, because you did it a couple days, one day where you did quite a few comments, one day where you did nine comments, one day where you gave up, you know, and then, and, and so when I took the baton, I was like, okay, so if I was going to, if I was going to do this my way, what would I do? And so I stuck to the 30 minutes. Cause that's what you told me. You said this should be time bound, not like uh, amount of content or amount of comments bound. So 30 minutes. And I, so I said, okay, 30 minutes. So what I did within that 30 minutes is the first thing I did is I went through our, our grid. So we had posted, you know, we post a few times a week and we usually put a little bit of ad money behind the posts. And so first thing I did is I went through like the last few weeks of our content And I went through the people who engaged with our content. Mm -hmm. And if any of them were people who didn't follow us yet, I went to their profile. And if it was a public profile, I scanned their bio. I scanned the kind of content that they're putting out first to be like, okay, who is this person who, when they saw our content was motivated to act, right? Mm -hmm. Who is this person? It helps me to understand. And and once I start, once I started going through this, I remembered the point, right? Yeah. The point, like the point of this whole strategy really, in my opinion, is to get to know your community, right? Mm -hmm. It's to get to know the actual people who could be your followers and, and are your followers already. So, so, you know, I went through, I, I scanned these people's, if there was a place where I thought it makes sense for us to leave some sort of comment, you know, I would like a few of their posts. And then if I saw something that made sense, I would engage with that with a more formal comment, like, mm-hmm. um, especially if it was a business, cause we're business to business more. So especially if it was a business page, I would, you know, look at their products. I would comment on their products. I would, um, you know, kind of go from there. So that's one piece that I did with that 30 minutes. There's a few other things that I did What about you? When you did some of it that was time bound, how did you use that time? Well, I still, uh, I still looked at hashtags, but the way I did that instead of, uh, doing hashtag research, cause there's so many, you know, it's kind of, there are all these strategies to kind of game the system that always pop up with anything on the internet. So like, you know, it used to be that there would be um, hashtag generators and, and all these different ways of hashtagging things and trying to game the system. 
Uh, I feel, I feel like that's not, I mean, hashtags are still important, but they're not quite as important as, as, you know, again, looking and getting to know the people that follow you and that you want to follow. What I did is I went to uh, our just explore page because Mm. the, the algorithm is seeing who we're talking to, who's talking to us. They're, it's looking at, you know, time or space, space, location, uh, themes. And so the explore page was actually, I went to the explore page and I skimmed the explore page. I, I would see different posts that Instagram is like, oh, you would like this. And some of the best posts that I thought were more the most engaging and intriguing, actually the person didn't even use any hashtags. So wow. I wouldn't have even been found them in the first place if I hadn't mm-hmm. have just gone to the explore page, mm-hmm. you know? So so I did. I use the Explore page. I found um, posts and content that really just made sense for Sprite to talk about. Uh, what I also did is I, I when I did find comment or posts that were engaging and made sense for us, I would look at the hashtags that they used. With you know in the Explore page, I would just look at the hashtags that they use and then explore off of their post. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so that just kind of made it, it just kind of like used the, the algorithm, like what the algorithm was giving me and exploring within the Explorer page. So that was what I did. Okay. So that's a good, that's a good option. So we can look at the people engaging with our own content. And if they're not following us, we can engage with them to try to deepen that relationship. We can use the explore page to find things based more on the algorithm than on hashtags, because I think that is part of the outdated system is, is just using a hashtag really is so surface level compared to the depth that can be found in other ways. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I did during my 30 minutes is and and it can work for people who have local businesses, right? It might not be as, it might not be as useful for e-commerce or that kind of thing. But, you know, I took the city that we're based in and I went to that location tag and mm-hmm. I started scrolling through that location tag content. Mm-hmm. And if it was a business, because we're business to business again, if it was a business who tagged in our city, then I would engage with their content. If it made sense, I would follow them. Mm -hmm. And, and I commented again, something substantive, right? If you just say, that's really cool. I love it. Thumbs up fire emoji. Then you're what's going to happen. They're going to like your comment, right? Right. They might say, thank you. Right. But for instance, there's one that I just found that's a, a business called the original bag of poo. Okay. It is actually a company that makes brown cotton candy. And so it's just kind of a, it's kind of a fun little shtick. And I've seen them at the store, like at a lot mm-hmm. of the local grocery stores here. And then I saw that they were tagged in Vancouver, Washington. So, you know, I commented, you know, I've seen your stuff in Chuck's produce before. Are you based in Vancouver, Washington? Yep. And, you know, they're like, yep. And, and and so we engaged in a real way and they followed us afterwards. Right. Yeah. Um, so location tags was another way that I ended up doing that. The last strategy that I used in this was sharing people's content to our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so if throughout all of the searching that I was doing, um, cause I did some via the explore page as well. If I found something that I thought would really appeal to our audience, then I would share it to our stories. But one thing that people sometimes forget to do 
when they're sharing people's content to stories is tagging them as well. Yeah. Because they can share it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because you, you get a notification right in your DMS in your inbox. If you tag somebody in the story. So even if you share the content and it's that person's content, the engagement rate would, would significantly increase if you would tag them in the story as well. Totally. Um, That led to some really great interactions in DMS as well. So yeah, and, and it's so funny to me in, in, in a lot of tech world, in the tech world and in like the internet world and all that. Sometimes we get, we trip over ourselves trying to um, gain the system or invent things or, or do things when it really comes down to bringing value to people. Like, uh, you know, and, and I did the same thing. I, I would, uh, in my research, I would find some really great content and, and it's like, you know, I'm not going to go and make similar content for Spry, right? I'm going to just share this person's content to our page because it is actually really useful. I would save it. And then that person, because because of the algorithm, it's really great to share their stuff. It's really great to save their stuff. And they get they get their, that little like sparkle of like joy that someone else liked their, their stuff and found valuable. Like it actually works. Um so that is just, you know, it's kind of like whenever we kind of get up here in our heads, it's like, let's bring it down. Like, we're just literally trying to help people, uh, like, be on the Internet and bring value. That's it. <laughs> so so um, if we're yeah. if we're going back to the hypothesis so that your mom can can give us kudos for actually doing <laughs> an experiment. Um, right. So if we're going back to the experiment outline. Uh, so what we did is we did change what we were doing. Right. We changed the method. Um, and really just made it 30 minutes of focused engagement, mm-hmm. um, with a few different avenues that we could do that engagement. And when we did that, uh, over that week or so, we gained about 20 followers. So, um, that's 80% less than when we did it the first time with these mm-hmm. 90 comments. Um, however, I felt not depleted, like my personal energy, which is very valuable, your personal energy, which is very valuable, did not feel depleted. Mm -hmm. Uh, we had some actual real conversations with people within comment sections and DMS. Um, and 20 followers over a week is, is great for a small business. You know, we, we get tricked by some of these big, uh, channels that your growth has to be huge in order to Mm -hmm. be valuable. But when you think about helping people and staying healthy, a small amount of growth every week is what we're really trying to accomplish. Oh, absolutely. You know, we always use that metaphor for social media. I don't think we've talked about it lately, but it, you know, it is, you know, working out, getting that six pack. You can't get a six pack in seven days using Gary V's dollar 80 <laughs> method. You're just not, you, no one will, no one would. You do it over six months or a year of a little bit every single day. And that is just like social media. So yeah, I'm leaving space if any other insight comes from you. Cause I love when you talk and when you, when you get on these things. So, well, one, one other tip I was going to mention, you know, side, side to the side is, is really thinking about what, not just like your product services and your values. Like you have your product services, your brand values, and those are all very important things to talk about and, and engage with people about, you know, your, your work style, you're working from home, you know, we're, you know, a lot of moms on our team. Uh, so there's a lot of like topics we could talk about in conversation, but thinking about what other conversations you want to be part of. So one of the hashtags that I searched for was hashtag the social dilemma. 
because because we are we want to talk about social media and social media for good and so why social media is so damaging you know we're talking about the emergence of social media and its effects on society and the social dilemma was one of our best most well-received blog posts and people are talking about it still and so if you hashtag the social dilemma you can start talking about this film very quickly with people that want to talk about the same thing and so I think really thinking about not just like who you are and what you do, but thinking about like what conversations you want to be a part of and, and trying to figure out, okay, is that a hashtag? Um, is that an event? Is it an mm-hmm. online event? Is it, you know, where, where are the people that are talking about this thing and where do I find them? Uh, so that's another tip. Okay. Well, I'm really glad you gave up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I think that it what we went through and the discussion we're having now is more valuable than had we followed the experimental method to a T. Um, right. Even if even if it meant we would have gained 40 more followers for right now, and for what you know, for what? Yeah, for what? I mean, that's kind of isn't that the the. Uh, struggle of the entrepreneur, you know, you want to be gritty and and get get through it. And I honestly, I really hate uh, trying to do an experiment and then bailing on it. It just in inside me and ingrained in me. I'm just like, I want, I want to do it again because I want to see the results. Like I want to see from a curiosity perspective, like what would happen. But then, you know, I weighed the pros and cons of not doing it and I just decided, you know what, this is for for me professionally, and I feel like for Spry professionally, it's not <laughs> like Spry would, Spry would be better served if I used most of that time figuring out how to make amazing reels. Mm-hmm. Like to be honest, with with Instagram's new uh, algorithms, so you know, just being like aware and reading the room. I think that that that's like that's the lesson is read the room. Like you can try try it again, but also read the room. Like. Will this still work? Maybe it shouldn't work. And that's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so before we close, our last question of the day is going to be posed to me today. So Adrian, you want to help us close this up? Yes. How is your relationship with social media lately, Lacey? Okay. I, I've been doing okay. I've been doing pretty good. I, I've, I went back and I was reading my, um, my journal from earlier in this year. And I forgot that there was a point in this year where I was only getting on social media in the evening, like after I put my kids to bed. And all, and to me, all of a sudden that blew my mind. I was like, I was really not getting on at all during the day because my, my most often uh, time of using social media is really when I go to the bathroom right? Like I'll go to the bathroom and I'll end up being in there like maybe 10 minutes, just kind of scrolling through Instagram and, and, um, my personal one, checking on this client's one, checking on that client's one, checking on. And I'm not sure you ever, you ever like eat so much good food over a month long period. And all of a sudden nothing sounds good to you anymore. And like, you just kind of need a reset. Yes. Um, Yes. that's kind of how I feel about Instagram right now is like, it's not bringing me that dopamine. It's not really bringing me any excitement when I open it up over and over again. Uh, and then I read that entry of like, my goal today is to not get on social media until my kids are in bed in the evening. And I was like, what a good solution. So I think I'm going to try limiting a little bit of my daily social media activity for a while um, because I want to get a taste for it again. I want to get excited Mm -hmm. about it. And and when I when I find myself not getting excited about it, 
Um, and maybe like, I almost feel, um, like an expectation, like Instagram is supposed to make me feel good every time <laughs> I open it and it's not right now. And so I have this sense of entitlement that is not being fulfilled whatsoever. And so I can tell that means that there's a little bit of a rollback that needs to happen. So that's what I'm going to, yeah. that's what I'm going to try to do over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I've been feeling a little bit burned out on Instagram myself or just actually social media. Um, but like you said, I, I have been limiting myself. I've been doing a lot more structured uh, boundaries around what I'm doing with my time. And it's really great. Um, but, but part of me is also like, how do I, how do I find the joy in this any, again? So uh, I think I it's going to be you making reels. I know. I actually just made a reel that is yes! amazing. Yes. It's, it's, it's on my personal page if anybody wants to go see it. It's about a bird and me having a conversation. Okay. I can't wait. I'll go see it. <laughs> well, thank you, of course, Adrian, for your time. I love being able to have these conversations. Um, thank you, those of you who are listening in. I hope you found this valuable. Our, our statement is the dollar eighty Instagram strategy. It's outdated. It's bad for your mental health. Try the half hour Instagram strategy where you can actually get to know your community of people, where you can have real meaningful conversations, where you can be in awe of other creators creating great content that you can share. Mm -hmm. um, value, 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 and boundaries. Yep. Value and boundaries. Love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, Adrian, have a good rest of your day. I'm going to go watch your, uh, your bird reel. Um, everybody else <laughs> keep learning, uh, keep yes. using social media for good. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. This Spry Space podcast is brought to you by Spry Social Media Marketing, Digital Marketing Agility, edited by Chad Hinman and executive produced by Lazy Fought.